What is going on, mi gente? We are back here with another episode of Los Rincones. As always, we're glad to have you back week in and week out. My name is Gilberto Bregón. Here with me today is my guy, uh, Gabriel Adame from H-Town. We also have Jessica Rivera from Dallas, Texas. And all the way from La Ciudad de Mexico, we have Ana Sofia Piña. And this is a very special and unique episode, simply because it's the first ever time we have a guest on our show. Today with us is Joel, a UNT alumni and also a podcast host himself. How are you doing today, Joel? Thanks for joining us. No, thank you guys so much for having me on as your first guest. I'm honestly really honored. I cannot believe that you guys wanted me to come on, so thank you. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, but we're talking about a subject that I honestly don't have a lot of experience with. We're talking about everything that has to do with relationships, you know, the old relationships, the new age relationships, during the relationships, after breakups, divorce, all of the above. So let me go ahead and dive right into it. Um, can I ask you, Gabriel, what were the what aspects of yourself have made the your past relationships fail or not go the way that you wanted it? Um, it was never my fault. It was always theirs. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think uh, a really big one was uh, being impatient. I'm not a very patient person. And so in the past relationships that I've had, it's always, if it's my fault, which I don't really think it is, but if it is, it's usually me being impatient. Okay, so do you... Do you guys date to marry or what What has failed your, your past relationships? I wanted to ask you guys as well. And also do any of you guys think or believe in the date to marry thing? Well, why, why else would you be dating? That's my question. <laughs> I feel like if you're in a relationship, that's what your the goal is, right? Or does what do anyone you think? I mean... So, okay, so I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm actually uh, married, right? Mm -hmm. And I've been with with um, with my spouse for eight years. And so the, th the biggest thing, right, is like, you know, you yeah, I think I think most people you date to to be in hopes of like having a long term relationship with someone which ends up being a marriage thing. But, you know, I find that as, as older you get and the older you guys have like friends and stuff like that, it's like you find more and more people who are kind of reluctant to get married. So, for example, for me, I was I was down to get married and everything. Um, but but I find that a lot of my married friends now weren't in search of, of getting married. They just kind of wanted someone like to kick it with, you know. So I don't know if it's like if it's just like uh, age thing. But I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I think it also has to do with like new, uh, new generations. Like mm -hmm. before, uh, the goal of every relationship was to get married, and right now, um, there are a lot of people who, even though they want to be with a person for the rest of their lives, they don't believe in marriage, so they just like end up living together or moving mm -hmm. in together but they don't they don't reach marriage yeah that's true because i think like a lot of a lot of uh older people like that's a lot of the older generations that is what they that was the goal right you date someone to get married and i mean if you think about it, all your parents and your you know grandparents and all that stuff like they would meet someone at 16 and just like you know fucking pop that ring and that's like that's it you're linked with that person forever 
you know and it's yeah. like it's i feel like the younger that people get uh, as like our generation and so forth it's like you don't really you're not in a rush mm-hmm. you know it also has to do with culture too you know i feel like the latin and or his, hispanic community like they're just very like um they're more about like that family background and that like you know family's big for us like like yeah. family oriented for sure yeah. so yeah for example me i oh sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> i mean i do date uh for marriage or i don't know how you said it but yeah like my goal whenever i'm in a relationship i always try to be with someone who i actually want to marry and not just date just because i like him you know because mm-hmm. yeah, i feel yeah, like once you're dating somebody like you're you're getting to know them you're like hey you get to the point like oh you see a future with them if not you're like, you know what? This isn't worth my time. Let me just let me not waste this person's time. Let me not waste <laughs> my time because I feel like this generation right now is all like, oh, you're either in the talking stage, you're in a situationship, you're in a relationship, or you're you're getting married. So this generation, like Joel said, is very different than what our mm-hmm. parents grew up in. Yeah. So Joel, since you're married, when did you kind of know, or what made you realize, like, okay? I'm ready to take that next step. I'm ready for the married life. Yeah, um, you know, that's always like a, you know, when people ask me that question, I'm always like, um, I don't think anyone's ever really truly just, you know, like ready. Because um, I wasn't ready when, when you know, with the proposal. So it was like, uh, you know, as I think it just came down to just the moment. You know, if it felt right for me, you know, it just felt right. And... And obviously, like, you know, being in love with someone plays a big role in, into all that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just felt right for me at that at that moment. And I think, like, that's what really pushed me to like, be like, fuck yeah, let's do this, you know. And, um, and just having someone in your life that just has your back. And I think, like, that's what it came down to for me is, like, you know, um, at that moment, it just felt completely right. And that's that's what I went with. Mm. And what what did you feel different from from your uh, past relationships? Like going back to the to the question that Gilberto threw, like um, what made your past relationships not work, and how was it different with this person? Um, I think so. Um, let's see. I think what when it came down to my, I had a lot of figuring out to do when I was growing up because you know growing up confused about my sexuality was a big deal you know I'm thinking at one point I'm like oh okay like I'm all about you know this gender but then I realized wait no I'm not completely about this gender and so like there was a lot of like you know juggling of of who I was and so it made it really difficult to I guess commit to one person right and be like oh this is the person for me because I was just so confused about myself how am I gonna know what I really want if I'm confused you know so um once I really figured it out um it just so happened that I met someone who was really awesome to me and um just treated me really right and you know um and I fell in love and then that's that's when it just felt right because I mean I I just couldn't when you get to the point where you can't imagine living life without somebody I think that's when you know it's time I think you you just touched a very important um, aspect. 
Because going back, like answering your question, Gilberto, I think it is very like the majority of the times when when you're in a relationship and it doesn't work, it has to do. I mean, of course, there can be a lot of things that can make you split with a person, but um, I think overall, what doesn't work is uh, ourselves. Like we have to be, we have to be. Uh, in a good point of our lives like personally mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order to have a relationship in, in order for it to work yeah totally I think I think uh, what you said is basically you took the words out of my mouth because that's literally how I how I felt I didn't love myself so how am I gonna love someone else if you don't love yourself if you don't accept yourself for who you are then you're gonna be you know facing so many challenges trying to find trying to love someone else if you if you're don't even love yourself so i wanted to ask you joel as well you, something that you just said you said that um well i wanted to ask all of you guys you said the, uh, that um it's to the point where where i think you said you don't see yourself not being able to live without them or something like that is that a, I, i don't want to mm -hmm. misquote you but yeah do you guys not no that's right you know me i consider myself like an independent person in that aspect like i don't think you know a lot of my friends ask me like hey you know don't you want a girlfriend or whatever and i'm like yeah you know a girlfriend would be nice but i don't think i need one like so do you guys not think like that could be a little unhealthy as well or am i like kind of taking it the wrong way or like wanting to be independent no no not well like depending so much to where like oh you can't see yourself or your life without them. Is that like in a way not unhealthy? Because I feel like it kind of is, unless I'm kind of like mistaking what he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, well, I guess since I was the one who said that, I, <laughs> I'll go ahead and dive into that one real quick. Um, no, yeah, uh, definitely not to that point. Okay, okay. Um, when I say that, when I say that, I guess I just mean, what I mean to say is like, you know, you, you just, you, you've, created this bond with someone that you really enjoy having so you know the the fact that they are in your life and the fact that you have you know this really awesome relationship going on um it doesn't mean that you really literally can't live without them it just mm -hmm. I, i just mean to say that you know i want to be able to live my life with them you know um, um, okay. <laughs> because when it yeah because when it comes down to it you know like before before he was in my life I was living my life, you know, I was living my life. I was doing what I, you know, what I had, whatever the fuck I was doing at that age. I was like 19 when I met him or yeah, or something like that. But, um, but you know, doing what 19 year olds do. And, um, I think that, uh, that's, you know, that's, that was me living my life and I just so happened to meet, meet him, you know, and that kind of thing. So, so to answer your question, no, I literally, I mean, yes, I literally can live without them, but I don't want to, you know what I mean? It's like, it was just one of those things where, you know, I, I want to, I want to be able to like, you know, be with them, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think Gilberto, like how, as you said it, like right now you, I mean, you, you would be fine if you found, if you found somebody, but you are also fine without anybody like as a couple. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's when you know that you are ready to have a relationship when you are just fine with yourself because you are, because you love yourself uh, with or without anybody else next to you. And I think that's a very healthy 
stage of yeah, yeah of your development, so, I guess. Yeah. And so you're saying I should start a Tinder account? <laughs> 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 What's the new one? I, I definitely think like it's important to like um, learn what it means to be on your own, though. You know, um, I think that for me, um, I I feel like I've been in really I've been I, in a sense I do feel like I've been in relationships for since I was like thirteen. So um, you know I think about it now, and so when I like think about it now, I'm like you know being able to have that your own space and you know you gives you the opportunity and the time to have that your own character development mm -hmm. right and you're like really analyzing who you are as a person who you want to be as a human being and what you want to contribute to yourself and your and others around you you know if you don't if you don't find the time to to do that and it goes back to that like self-love thing you know because if you don't learn who you are first and and to love yourself then it's going to make everything else difficult in a relationship because now you're having to split your 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 character and yourself into two right because you're essentially you know giving a part of you to someone else so it makes it really difficult if you don't know where you stand so i think what you're doing is is great because you're ha you're giving yourself that time and that space to really you know find yourself and i think that's like such an important quality to like uh, or such an important thing to experience at your age yeah like you know, I, I think sometimes I enjoy too much alone time. Like, I'm very social, but when it comes down to it, like, I enjoy my alone time and just being my, by myself, you know? So, I don't know how you guys feel about that, yeah. Gabriel and Jessica. Like, it's good that you can enjoy being by yourself, but not to the point where, like, that's all you want to do. <laughs> not being so intro introvert, you know? Because it's important mm -hmm. to have that relationship with yourself. Because the stronger that relationship is, it's better off with other people. Say you're not even jumping into a relationship with somebody else, like a significant other. Maybe you're going to build a better like bond with another person. Say your friendship is going to grow better with somebody else. So that's like something really important. Because I know th just like working on yourself just makes you a more confident person. And it just, you overall feel better about yourself. Facts. Were you going to say something, Gabriel? Uh, no, I just uh, definitely agree with what Jessica said. She's good points. <laughs> so I also wanted to touch on the point that with marriage, you know, a lot of the time comes divorce. I did some homework, and the divorce rates are actually going down, and it has to do with the younger generation or the n newer generations not wanting to marry. So... um my experience with divorce, it was my parents, they were married for like 20-something, 20 21, 20-plus 20 years, I don't know. And they just, not randomly, but they got divorced, you know. And for me, I remember having that talk with them. It was like, you know, I straight up told them, like, look, if you guys aren't happy, then you guys shouldn't stay together because of us, because of me and my brothers. Like, you know, at the end of the day, both of you guys are going to continue to be my parents. And then... So they finally got divorced and something that I didn't know was like, it was at first it was weird to me because so my mom started dating this other guy and then my dad started dating this other lady. And uh, to me, it was like, you know, I didn't have nothing against them. They're both super nice. But in a way, it was like it made me look at relationships different. Like, you know, if my parents that were married for 20 plus years could still, you know, be divorced like 
it made me in a way look at it different. And I know Gabriel and Anna and I just found out today that Jessica's parents were also divorced. Did that did your parents divorcing made you guys look at relationships different or did it like how hard did it affect you guys in that aspect? Yeah, super hard for me. <laughs> well, I mean, personally for me, like, I don't think I've ever had a relationship that I can look up to and be like, okay, like, kind of like, I hope I can have my relationship something like that or like a healthy relationship where I can kind of be like, like base my relationship mm -hmm. off it. So I think my parents' divorce kind of really affected me in that part. Like, I was pretty young when they split up, so... Growing up, I didn't, I, like, I feel like it was kind of weird, like, being a 13-year-old and, like, thinking, oh, like, I don't want to get married. Like, I don't want, I saw my parents' marriage, and I was like, I don't want my marriage to be like that. Like, is that what marriage is? Like, like, I don't know, I, Anna and, and Jessica, since y'all are also divorced babies, like, do y'all understand <laughs> divorced that's babies? Not, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my parents got a divorce probably like two years ago and so I experienced it the whole thing it was not a pretty divorce for them so mainly I stayed with my mom because the whole situation and it made me realize like just seeing it in the like the perspective of my mom she she got married really young and she, like I think she was 19 or 20 when she got married They've been married for 26 years, and it just, she was, like, telling me, oh, man, when I was younger, I wish I, could, I was able to do this and that, because, again, being in a Latino household, it was just, like, oh, tu no, like, the parents are very strict about dating and all that, so, like, my mom's first boyfriend was basically my dad, they got married, they had my brother, six years later, they had me, and she's, like, I, she wished she did things differently, because she got married so young so it just makes me think like wow let me enjoy my youth let me focus on me focus on my career do what I want to do and not really she doesn't really say don't focus on relationships but like focus on me first before I put my time and effort in somebody else so I feel like that was just like the whole lesson of her divorce I don't know about you Anna Sophia um well my parents divorced when I was 13 yeah, 13 years old. And the problem the problem for me was that um, my parents' relationship was the one that I looked up to. I really saw them as like the perfect cup, the, the perfect couple. And I definitely didn't see it coming. Like for me it was like from one day to another, they just mm, told us they were gonna divorce. But before that I I saw it as everything was perfect. Like they were like in a good stage and whatever they they would never argue with each other with each other and for me everything was fine um but i think they handled it pretty well cuz um i don't know they were uh, very mature even though they are pretty young like they married they married when I, when they were 23 and they had no they married at 22 and they had me at 23 um, they were pretty young, but I think they handled it super good, like, yeah, like very well. They, they became friends and I never saw them argue with each other. Not even, not like, 
not when they were married nor when they got divorced and that made me I don't know like of course it, it was hard for me because I was it was like the the best couple I knew or I yeah I knew of like they were the perfect couple and they had the perfect marriage to my eyes of course and uh, suddenly mm, it didn't work so I was like now what like the perfect the, even they got divorced so what could I um, what could I expect uh, of a relationship um, but as I saw them getting along pretty well with each other, uh, I don't know. I think right now I do believe uh, one can find a person who who can actually be part of my life for the rest of my life. But um, they, I don't know. I think <laughs> they they <laughs> they taught me like that you have to that you have to work every day and like a relationship is like a plant or a flower you have to you have to take care of it every day even if you think uh you're in a good stage and you are uh yeah that you are fine uh you cannot um como se dice como descuidarla como se dice esa palabra uh, mm -hmm. yeah like you cannot forget about uh, taking care of it because uh yeah it's a it's a it's an everyday process. So do you think, I mean, it, it sounds like you thought they were really in love. Do you think people fall out of love? Oh, that's a good question. <sighs> that's, the, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they did, did they even did uh, fall out of love. Huh? Like, I, I, I am pretty, I am pretty sure that even when they were going through the divorce process, they still love they still loved each other that's why they that's why they became really good friends um but the thing is uh they didn't take care of the plant so there were a lot of things that 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 weren't working um anymore but not because they didn't love each other it was because yeah. they yeah they didn't take care of the relationship as they should have yeah, I if I can like interject there, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, relationships are, are complicated and you're right. It's it's comparing it to like something that you have to take care of, like a plant. You know, you have to like nurture it and always like look after it and make sure that, you know, if it's a plant that's outside, you know, and there's it's storming, you have to make sure you like cover it or bring it inside or whatever. You know, it's like in the same way you have to you have to think about it in a relationship as something fragile. Right. You know, two people can be in love and love each other and stuff like that. But if you're not doing what you your part or putting in the work to take care of it, you know, it's you can easily start going separate ways. And mm -hmm. um, and I've learned that in, in my marriage. Right. Like, um, you know, for example, right now, uh, me and my husband are going through a difficult time. And, you know, and one of the biggest things that I know is and realize is that we just stopped taking care of our of our relationship. We stopped nurturing it. We stopped, uh, you know, looking after each other in the ways that we used to. And we were doing it. We weren't doing any of those things anymore because you get so comfortable with someone that you just think that it's just going to be like that forever. And the thing is that we as as people um, have the natural 
tendency to grow and continue growing as we get older and you learn things every day you know this world in this world no man will ever stop learning no person will ever stop conquering um the ability to learn because it's it's just always changing there's always something new to add on to what you have and and we have that natural tendency to want to keep growing as people right and if you're not growing you're just kind of bumming it honestly um and and like that's just how that's how um you know relationships in the same way are you know i as a person as an individual person at the end of the day despite of being despite of the fact that i'm married i'm still my own person and so i know i you know noticed that there was a lot of things that you know i wasn't getting anymore or things that mattered to me that I didn't realize mattered to me and vice versa right the same could be said for for my husband you know like there's things that maybe I wasn't doing anymore that he really appreciated and so um you know to your point yeah it's it's not that we're not in love with each other or that we don't love each other because I I love uh, my husband very very much and I want nothing but for him to be happy but at the end of the day if we're no longer providing that those you know ingredients that made up who we were then what are, what are we doing you know like we're just are we just roommates are we just friends with benefits like you know because that's not a marriage anymore you stop taking care of it and everything else just kind of will fall through so if that makes yeah. any sense so i have i have a little so it's it's like super random but a professor once told me that um, he thought of marriage as like, like you get married when you're in love, right? And over the years, that love, it turns into friendship. What do y'all think about that? Like the, the love turns into friendship. I mean, I, th- I think it, it goes both ways, right? Like you could marry, like, for example, remember like people who, so I have, I have many uh, friends who have parents who were ma- got married at 16, I mean, they just met and then they like, you know, that I believe in love at first sight in the sense that it's more of lust, I guess. I guess lust in first sight, if if we're going to just call it for what it is, because when it comes down to it, you look at someone and the first thing that you're attracted to is someone's uh, generally is someone's physical appearance. Right. You look Mm -hmm. at someone, you're like, oh, I'm into that person. They look really like attractive or whatever. And then you try to kind of like befriend them, but then you start dating, you know, it kind of like happens kind of quick. And so in a sense, I think your professor's right in the fact that you end up marrying someone, but you're still kind of like still like learning more and more about each other as you go on. But then the same could be said, like if it's flipped in the sense that you um, you actually get to know someone before you start dating them or you're dating them and getting to know them and then you get married or whatever. I mean, you develop a friendship and then you get married because there's friends that, you know, get to know each other first and then they don't realize that they're like about each other until like later. Mm-hmm. So what about yes. what about like arranged marriages then? Like, you know, sometimes <laughs> they don't even, <laughs> I know this is so off topic, <laughs> sometimes they don't even meet, like they don't even know each other. And these marriages are sometimes the ones that last the, the longest. longest. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. Because they, they learn to love each other. But I think it's it's because, like, it started as a... If you start a, a marriage because it's arranged, it means you you want to... Um, how do you say? 
I mean, you want to follow the tradition. You want to、mm-hmm. be part of. Yeah, you want to follow the your culture's tradition. And if you if you get divorced, you wouldn't be、um, following the tradition. So maybe they 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 stay together because their the their mentality、yeah. or they yeah they are the ideology is to、uh, is marriage until you die. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> marriage, still, marriage still death do his part. <laughs> <laughs> so so what happens when, you know, for me like, I've brought a couple girls home. Not I don't mean to like fl- say a couple like oh, but like, you know, but like. Oh, he's such a player. <laughs> nah, 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 not even. I don't think I don't think anyone <laughs> took it like that. Except when you said it. <laughs> not even. Not, not even. But like, and you know, my family has actually liked them. Like, oh, you know, she's. Cool girl, whatever, and it'll happen to me where like we'll stop talking. They'll be like, "Oh, they'll ask about them too much." But what happens when like your family or someone you really care about doesn't like you know your partner or your husband or your boyfriend or you know what happens? What do you what do you do then? I've been on the end where the mom didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> No, but it was so, it was so funny to me. I was like, "Yo, if his mom doesn't like me. I just know this is not gonna end well." Cause it it ended. It really didn't. So, I think that relationship. Cause I'm I'm very traditional. I'm very family oriented. Like the family has to like the person I'm dating. Cause、mm-hmm. you know. I'm sorry. Yo, yeah. <laughs> if if mom's doesn't like you, I'm sorry. We gotta part ways. <laughs> like, that, I think like moms know. Like, I'm glad she didn't like me because that would have been I would have been so unhappy in that relationship. But, <laughs> I mean, I was I was his best choice at that moment, but. <laughs> That's right, girl. Yes, you were. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't got to the point. Like, I'll tell. My with me, if I'm like talking to somebody and I like, I see something potential, I'll I'll tell my parents and I'll like I'll tell my mom mainly my mom I'll be like yeah so this guy blah 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 and so if I stop talking about that guy she'll be like ikipaso, and so that's why I don't really like mentioning until it's something serious. I don't know if it's y'all do the same thing. Uy no, yo sí le cuento hasta de que me gusta, o sea hasta de mi crush. <laughs> O sea, yo literal les cuento hasta que si solamente me gustaron sus ojos, yo lo cuento. Yeah, but it's because it's because they don't get um, ¿cómo se dice? They're not too nosy, if that's the word. I mean, even in my past relationships, they they would never tell me if they like him or not, because they they let me leave the process, and if they if they don't see the potential. They might, um, they might tr- throw a comment or something, but they <laughs> they would never tell me like, oh, I don't like him,、uh, break break up with him, no. But would you? They would, yeah. They, but would you if they didn't like them? Would you? Partly. Oof, that that's a hard that's a hard one because I can never imagine them telling me that they don't like him. But um, maybe it depends on the reason why they don't like him. Cause I don't know <laughs> if they don't like him because、um, he's not 
tall or whatever. I mean, for, for a stupid reason, I would never, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't break up with him. Pero por su forma de ser, entonces, su, su character, would you, if they don't like him mm. because of that? Or like, si piensan, you, si piensan que puedes hacer mucho más mejor que, que con el que andas. But you know what? I think, I think I've been with people who they think I could, like, like, I've been with guys who they don't think he is good enough for me, but they uh, they would never tell me. And But how do I you know they, then that they think that if they didn't tell you? Because, like, when it ended <laughs> up, um, <laughs> como que, no, you know what, like, I, I noticed myself that I didn't, like, he didn't deserve me. I see. <laughs> so, like, whenever I, <laughs> when I talk to my parents, like, about the breakup, they end up telling me what they thought about their relationship. But, um, but I don't know, like, uh, respond, like, answering your question, Gabe, I don't think I would, because... I would always be with somebody like es que no sé cómo decirlo. Pues I wouldn't I like I was raised by my parents, so I would never like somebody who they wouldn't, you know? Mm, I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, 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 that doesn't make sense. But what about you? Like would you would you break up with Manny if your dad didn't like him? <laughs> um I'm not saying yes, but if my family didn't like him, I I think that's a big thing that I've seen from the relationships in my, like, with my cousins or my siblings. Like, if our family doesn't like them, I don't think I would want that person to be in my family. Because you know how we're family-oriented, so I want my family to be close. I want everyone to, like, be together and whatnot. So if they don't like my partner, then... Maybe there's something that they're seeing that I'm not seeing. Because sometimes you need that outside view, mm -hmm. you know? Like, sometimes... Yeah, you're, because sometimes when this is you're in love yeah, or whatever, yeah, exactly. it, you know, red flags really be looking like green lights to you. So <laughs> sometimes so the family has to give you that, that little nudge. <laughs> that is true. Oh, my God. You guys have no idea. Like, my... So my sister is dating this one. Oh God, I hope she doesn't listen to this, but if she does, I mean, she knows how I feel. Here, here's my thing. I'm upfront about how I feel. I'm upfront about how I feel, you know, with, uh, with people that obviously matter to me, especially my family. And the thing is that, you know, I like my sister's boyfriend, but I just don't like him for her. And the, the thing is that we've, we've bumped heads to where I, unfortunately got in his face and like you know it just was not the best situation um but it, it was never something that i provoked and the thing was that he's just one of those people that um like he goes to a party or something like that and if he's in a shitty mood he doesn't care he's just gonna be in a shitty mood and he's just gonna be like the debbie downer in the entire party right And I hate people like that. Like, if you're just, if you don't want to be there, don't be there. And the thing is, um, you know, he, it would just so happen that one of those days, it was at a party at my pool. And, you know, he just had this attitude and he was just not being the nicest to people. And then in particular to me. And I'm like, dude, like, 
hey, you're at my pool, like, you know, show some respect, you know, that kind of thing. And it just, it just, you know, from what, it just went from one thing to another. But my sister and me and him had this really complicated uh, situation to where I just refused to speak to him because I just don't want to have anything to do with him. And then my sister was like, kind of like stuck in the middle. And as awful as I felt about it, I'm like, hey, I'm not telling you like, don't be with him or anything like that. I mean, I told you I don't like him. You do what you want to do. Um, and when it comes down to it, I just want you to be happy. But I just, I'm not going to speak to this person until they apologize for the way that they acted. You know, that kind of thing. And so it does get complicated when you're kind of like in that situation because you're having to kind of, I'm just the kind of person that's very outspoken. If something rubs me the wrong way and you provoke me, you you will hear about it you know what i mean and it's just it can get messy so i it, it's when it's like how i don't know which one of you guys were the one that were that was saying it but um sometimes it sucks when you get when your family members get too involved because then it's like it gets messy like this right and the thing is you know we're all people so i'm only human and if i feel a certain way and i get upset like you know it's just kind of going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, no one's perfect, so you're going to deal with bump people who bump heads, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you guys, Jessica's brought up the red and green flags. What are some red flags for you guys as far as, like, oh, you know, maybe when you're talking to a person or you're starting to date them, what's one thing where it's like, oh, shit, like, this might not work out? I think, oh, well, for me, a big thing that I've always wanted in my relationship is, like, having God in it and, like, relationship, uh, like, religion-wise. So when I used to talk to guys that didn't really give, like, a damn about, you know, spirituality or, like, you know, God in general, I think that was a big red flag that I was like, mm, I'll pass. <laughs> do you, do you all feel like that? Do you, do you... Um, so, Gabriel, I have a question about that. So is it a red flag because it just religious ma religion ma matters to you or is it a red flag because they don't believe in religion or just aren't religious? Like you just want your partner to be religious with you? Is I, that what you're saying? No, I think I want my partner to like believe in the same values that I believe in. Gotcha. Do you think that it's possible for somebody to have the same values as you without religion involved? I'm just wondering like in the future, like, if you, I mean, you know, I know you're with Manny, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, like, I know you're with Manny, so, like, Manny's religious then, I assume. Yeah, he is, yeah, he's definitely. Gotcha. So, like, let's say, you know, again, knock on wood, I'm not trying to jinx you or anything, <laughs> but if it doesn't work out with Manny, then, you know, in a future relationship, you definitely, like, because, you know, I feel like somebody could still have the same values as you have without religion being involved. Like, if they're, you know, if they care about, like, others and you know care and respect others wishes and things like that yeah you know that wouldn't be that would just not be acceptable to you so do you mean like not believing in god or like not being the same religion as i well, am yeah like maybe like you know maybe believing in god but just not religious because i feel like i believe in god uh -huh. like i personally believe in god but i'm not I'm not religious because I like I don't go to church or things like that. Um, but I do believe in God and I do have my morals and things like that. So, like, would that be a deal breaker? No, I feel like I could definitely make it work. But in the future, I think I would want us to 
grow closer to God. Like for me, it's always together. Yeah. Together. Like it's always been like a journey for me to try to get closer to God. And I want someone like to understand that as well. Gotcha. So let me ask you guys, um, for what I think is a pretty interesting subtopic, I guess, of relationships. How big does sex play? How big of a role does sex play in a, in a, in a relationship? I'm sorry. And a big ass <laughs> will it make it? <laughs> will it make it or break it? Like, could you guys break it? No, break it. Is that crucial or easy? Easy. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do y'all want to answer Gabe, Jessica, Anna? <laughs> What do you think, Jessica? I want to hear your your opinion on this, Jessica. <laughs> uh, I feel like it does make a big difference because that's like another connection you have with a person. Like if you know oh that, that doesn't work. <laughs> the lameness and neck. <laughs> no, that's true though. She's yeah, so right. Like, it's like because sorry, go ahead. I don't know. You want to explain it, Joel? But it's like you know what each other like. So it's like you're being considerate of that person. It's like, I don't know, it's a two-way thing because you're working with that person. I don't know, you want to add on to that, Joel? Oh, yes, I surely do. Uh, (laughs) No, here's the thing. No, it's like, okay, because if you have, okay, so for example, for Gabriel, I like, I love and appreciate someone like that, right? Like someone who knows what they value, knows what they care about. And religion, that's his thing. And he wants to be able to be with someone that he can have like a religious experience with and grow uh, with that person that way, right? Obviously, um, you know, there's other things that tie into that relationship, but that's one of the things that he looks for. So not everyone's like that and that's okay. You know, some people like they... You know, if they connect with you in a sexual way, like, and you guys just, you know, just cannot stop or, you know, it's like a really, uh, you know, major experience for you when it comes to like sex, you have that chemistry, like it's, it literally will be like a fundamental part of your, of your relationship, you know, like where you may lack in other things, like that is the one thing that you can count on, right? If you if you if that's important to you right so in the same way that um god i hate that it's religion because like you know like it's like sex religion uh can you really talk about those two things at the same time but um but um yeah like the fact that you know for gabe like that's like a big thing so like for gabriel it's like you know that's what makes or breaks his relationship so and you know i think it just depends on the person but for me i'm just gonna go ahead and say it yes sex is a really big part of of it for me absolutely so what about people who wait for marriage? <laughs> what about for people who what? Like people who, who choose to wait until marriage, like they they can make their relationship work. Or do you think like it just depends on like who you are? Are you asking me, Gabe? A general question. Anyone can Oh, ask. okay. Gotcha. Um, it's gonna say wait. It's gonna say wait. I'm not married. So. <laughs> I have, no, it's because I think there are a lot of people who are like very sexual and others that are not. Yeah. And for example, me, I don't consider myself either. Like, I think I'm in the middle. But I haven't had like a lot of sexual partners. And only one of my sexual partners, or like the, the, the ones I. I've been with <laughs> has been my boyfriend. The others were not even my 
boyfriends. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, I did like it with my boyfriend, but I'm. I don't know if. I don't know if. Um, if I didn't enjoy it that much with him, I don't know if I would have not la- not wanted to be with him. You know, because I've yeah. never been with with anybody else and there like i've heard a lot of people saying that you you cannot wait until marriage because it's like um yeah like diving into marriage without knowing if you're gonna like it yeah it's like buying a home without looking at it (laughs) and you're like just walking into the fucking house like what the fuck is this (laughs) not like the pictures (laughs) yeah that's what i've heard but i don't know i mean because you can make it always like you can always make it work no oh no I mean, I mean, oh no, like, I mean, you, you can sure as hell try, (laughs) but, um, I mean, again, it's, it just depends on how much someone's willing to take because no one person's going to have the same answer, right? Like, you know, obviously we all have different answers, different responses to, to whether or not sex plays a big role in a relationship, but I've discovered that in my life, like, yeah, I need to be able to like be satisfied in that way for me to be happy altogether. But like you know? for but have you ever been with somebody who you didn't like it so you ended up um splitting? Yeah, but that was more like uh someone I was dating versus like someone that I'm like married to or like was like in a relationship with. Does that make sense? So yeah, like, yeah, you know, I've dated someone and, you know, I realized, oh, you know, it's just not working out in that department. So, um, <laughs> so next, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, I definitely do base my relationships um, as that being a, a kind of like a priority. Like I need to be able to be gratified in that way. Um, and if I'm not, then um, we're going to have to like move on, you know. So that's just me. <laughs> but there. But there's a the the oh my god there's a problem there because what if you actually fell in love with the person and you don't like the sex or vice versa what if you uh, really enjoy having sex with that person but you don't uh-huh. really have feelings what the hell <laughs> I, I don't know I mean that's never really hap- happened to me so I'm not sure like I I I personally you know, have never been in that situation. So I don't really know how to answer that. What about you guys? Yeah, I haven't been in that situation either. So. Same. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Before we go, guys, I was going to ask you guys in one word, what must a relationship have to for it to be successful? Or in more than one word, if you guys would like. Communication. Um, I guess trust. Do you, do you really think you can sum it up in one word? I feel like it's a whole bunch of things that go into success. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like all of the things you guys said I've thought about. So I just came up with a new one, understanding. <laughs> oh. What do you mean by understanding though? Understanding, uh, like literally just understanding each other. Because, you know, it's two people with two separate minds and hearts and feelings and all that stuff. So, you know, we all want different things sometimes. So I think it's, you know, if you're able to comprehend and understand 
what someone wants, then then it you have the ability to try and do your part to comply. Hmm. If you don't understand, then it makes it difficult to comply. Yeah, I think you know? that's a good Well, guys, on for- oh, go ahead. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, sorry. I was, I was just going to say, I think that that was a good one. And also, I think, I don't know if that's the most important one, but as y'all all said, things that I, I was going to say, ah. yeah. <laughs> I will go with empathy, I guess. Because sometimes yeah. um, you... I don't know, for instance, you don't you don't want the same uh you don't have the same goals or you don't want the same things. But if you are em- empathetic with your with your partner, um and you're able to I don't know if if sacrifice is a word, but um no sé cómo decirlo. Yeah, like uh giving in order to receive, you know? Uh, and sometimes uh, putting their priorities or their um, like likings. Uh, Before yours. I don't know if y'all understood what I was trying to say. It's going to say, it's going to say. No, no, no. Nah, yeah, I understood. Entonces, no. I mean, well, guys, I don't know. Like, if you don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's like, I'm done with this. Uli's like, okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Production's telling me we have to wrap it up. Que tonto. No, lo voy a decir en español rápido para que me entiendan. O sea. Que si, tú, si a ti no te gustan las mismas cosas que a tu pareja o no quieres lo mismo, hay veces que ceder un poco eh, también ayuda mucho a la relación, porque obviamente nunca vas a querer lo mismo que la otra persona. Pero, pero si tú cedes y das de tu parte, eh, pues obviamente es un, un punto que puede hacer la relación florecer, yo creo. Ah, pues así Correcto, sí, Mundo. Sí, sí. Ok, ¿ya acabaste? Tonto. Así, así nunca vas a conseguir a la correcta, ¿eh? I'm just kidding. Well, no, guys, it was a pretty fun episode. You know, unfortunately, we have to wrap it up. I've learned a lot. We spoke about everything, relationships, divorce, sex, and even Anna just going on and on and... don't forget don't forget to follow our social media at uh, los underscore rincones underscore podcast and on Instagram at rincones underscore los I mean I'm sorry that's our Twitter also check us out on check us our last few episodes Joe do you want to talk about your podcast a little bit yeah yeah Um, so as uh, you mentioned earlier I do have my own podcast uh, with my co-host Rudy and so our show is called Cosa Wo and it stands for could've should've would've and it's basically a show about all of the Cosa Wo moments we've had in our lives and what I mean by that applies to the this the really the decisions we we've taken right so for example today's episode is a great example of that and Cosa Wo moments do not have to be moments of regret but rather just moments about decisions that we've taken in our life in order to move forward some people 
people may regret those decisions or feel like they've missed out because of their choices. But regardless of what they are, that is what Kosovo is all about. And we talk about all of those moments in our lives. So, you know, the ones that make us all human and relatable. So we are available on all major streaming platforms. And it's Kosovo or could have, should have, would have, if you want to look it up. And our Instagram and Twitter handle is at Kosovo Podcast. And my personal one is um, at jam, J-A-M-M underscore like, L-I-K-E underscore me, M-E, if you want to follow me. Okay. Do Gabriel, do you want to give out your social media? Yeah, y'all can follow me on anything, uh, username Gabriel Adame TV. What about you, Anna or Jessica? Where can we find you guys? You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at jriv underscore seven. And you can fa- uh, you can follow me on Instagram as anasofiapina.r and you can also find me on YouTube as anasofiapina los reyes and I hope you give me a follow or and subscribe. <laughs> My uh, social media is on Twitter and Instagram is hail underscore Obregon TV. But uh, before we do go, guys, uh, we are living through history and. We just had not only the first ever woman elected to be vice president, but also a woman of color. So whatever it is that you do, please do not forget to uplift and take care of women, especially women of color, because they do fight twice the battles. And let's not forget to keep treating women with respect and also equality. And I also wanted to remind you guys to uh, please go and if you can donate to the hurricane in uh, Honduras. It just hit them hard. I, I don't know how long ago. But, uh, yeah, if you guys can go donate to that, the GoFundMe will be on our social medias. And, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us and being our first ever guest on uh, our podcast called Los Rincones. And thank everyone for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to give our amazing producer the brains behind this. Uh, follow on Instagram. His ad name is Uli Yuli underscore. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.